0: holiday marketing doesn't have to suck. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table. I'm your host, Candace Eisner. Hey, everybody. Okay, so when I started this podcast, I almost decided to start with a rousing rendition of Jingle Rock Bell. Um, yes, I did say Jingle Rock Bell, not Jingle Bell Rock. If you've never been subjected to the uh Mm, the mastery, let's call it that, of Jingle Rock Bell. I suggest you Google it. It's usually the first hit that comes up, the one from Metafilter that's almost 10 years old it's a good for a laugh and it's kind of a fun way to look at holiday songs. Um, maybe you can, you know, torture your your kids or your, your spouse with it. Anyway, enough of that. Let's talk this week about holiday marketing. But before I get into the topic proper, I just want to mention the reason why I'm using the word holiday is not because I'm trying to be, you know, overly PC or sensitive about that, but really just that I'm talking about encompassing all the holidays. And some of these ideas are the types of things that you can use for various holidays all year round, not just for, you know, the end of the year holidays, which yes, most people in North America, that would be Christmas and the New Years, but there's all kinds of different holidays that you could use these ideas for. So yeah, why are we thinking about holiday marketing now and not, you know, the beginning of December? Because I know a lot of people tend to wait until beginning mid-December to start thinking about these things You know, the reality is people are already starting to think about the holidays. You know, if you walk into any store, you already see a lot of Christmas, New Year's, et cetera, stuff already out on the shelves. Advertisers are already talking about their various sales they're gonna have for Black Friday or whatever, you know, various sales that they're gonna have. And so it's something you should also be thinking about, even if you're not big on, you know, the whole push, push, push of spending money at the end of the year. It's still something that's a really good idea to think about for your business and think about what ways that you are comfortable with promoting yourself for the holiday season. So those of you working in so-called alternative regulated health professions, like massage therapy, or you know, if you happen to be a physio or a chiropractor or a naturopath listening, you know, you often find yourself stuck between these two identities. And that is of a healthcare professional on one hand, and that is a service-based business owner on the other. Now, obviously, as healthcare providers, you guys have to hold up a certain standard and avoid conflicts of interest that, and you know, you need to put your clients' needs first before your financial ones. So that's why sometimes it feels a bit funny to be thinking about marketing or holiday marketing or selling yourself. But The reality is, as business owners, you do have to think about your bottom line. You do have to think about paying your bills, building a client list, working on your reputation, right? It's not just about being a healthcare provider. There's also the business side of that. But... You know, you don't really have to be stuck between those two things because you are both of them. You are a healthcare provider and a business owner, and it's totally OK to think about your business and draw in new clients and, yeah, market yourself to them. You need to give yourself permission to do that because if you don't, you're always going to find yourself in that feast or famine mindset that I've talked about in past podcasts. That mindset means that you have no control over when and how often people are booking because you're not doing anything to help, you know, help keep things more stable. Obviously, in the ultimate sense, you don't have control when people are booking. You know, you can do everything and still have people say, no, I'm not interested in coming back. And that is completely fine. But if you're not doing anything at all to encourage people to come in, then obviously you're going to find yourself, you know, flipping back and forth in that feast or famine mindset like I just said. But, you know, how do you do that? How do you merge those two things, being a healthcare provider and also being a business owner and thinking about that, right? So, this time of year, it's easy to become actually complacent with your marketing. And I know I used to do this some years myself when I was massaging. Um, Clients are coming in because they want to so called use up their insurance or because the holiday season and they want to treat themselves or because it's time to buy a gift certificate and they might as well get a treatment while they're in or whatever it might be. You know, There's lots of reasons why healthcare providers and alternative so-called professions get really busy this time of year. And sometimes you find yourself too busy and you're just overwhelmed. But you know, that doesn't mean you should just go with the flow and not worry about it. Go, eh, it's gonna work out fine. I'm always busy this time of year. Why should I worry about it? Well, you know, I don't recommend doing that because you know what? January's gonna come. The holiday glow is gonna be over, and you're just gonna have to start thinking about how to get clients through your door all over again. So you can do better than this. Wouldn't it be more awesome if you took control of this time of year to promote your business and you came up with a solid plan to help keep your books more full, keep your income more steady, uh, keep people coming in in the new year, right? That's the kind of stuff that you want to be thinking about. But the key is to find a way to promote your business that feels right for you in both of your identities, or really it's just one identity, but you kind of think of it as two, as being a healthcare provider and being a business owner. If you tend to feel really shy about selling, you know, it's okay to go outside your comfort zone just a little. As I've said in previous podcasts, I'm not going to tell you to go stand on a street corner and try and, you know, hand out business cards going, hey, come to my business. Like most of us don't feel comfortable doing that in healthcare professions or really in most professions. And I'm not expecting you to do that. But there are ways you can promote yourself that would feel comfortable and appropriate for you. And this is what this podcast is all about, just to give you some ideas. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about those ideas. The first thing is gift certificates. Now, obviously, you've probably sold gift certificates in the past, or at least you've, you've, you've heard of the idea. I'd be very surprised if any of you listening to this have never heard of the idea of selling gift certificates. But... Take it. Try and take it one step further and make them more attractive for people to buy. So you can offer the gift certificates in a package with other items. Um, one way you could approach it could be you talk to other practitioners in your clinic if you have sort of multiple professions in the same clinic, and you could offer a package of treatments in a bundle. Now, obviously, you need to be careful about, you know, the, the exact worth of each one and whether or not people are going to get receipts and all of that sort of Regulation stuff, but you can absolutely bundle up a package of treatments that someone would need, like, say, a chiropractic treatment along with a massage therapy treatment, and sell those. And that's fine. Um, another thing you could do is you could offer a special holiday package of treatments on yourself, right? You, um, that's completely possible. Again, there's nothing wrong with doing that as long as you are clear about what the treatment is worth in terms of people getting a receipt for it. Um, as well, Another way that you could package it is you could bundle a gift certificate with some chocolates or a mug and tea or hot chocolate, you know, something that would be really nice for gift giving. is isn't just a card that says that someone gets a one hour massage. That's also more attractive for gift giving. Another thing to consider with gift certificates is how easy it is for people to buy them, right? It's always a good idea to offer to ship them to people to make it that much easier for them to buy, and even better if you have a way for them to buy them online. Now, of course, you do have to charge an appropriate amount for shipping. You know, if if it's just the gift certificate and nothing else with it, maybe you could offer to do it for free. Um, but you know if it's if it's in a bundle like I was just talking about with a with a mug or whatever yeah definitely charge shipping just make sure that again on the receipt it's clear like this amount was the the treatment and this amount was the packaging and this amount was shipping handling or whatever just be clear about that and make sure you're also clear on all your gift certificates about expiry dates now I'm mentioning expiry dates because Even though it's been quite a few years now since the legislation came in in Ontario, there's still a lot of confusion about expiry dates. Yes, you are allowed to put an expiry date on a gift card that is for a specific service, not if it's written for a specific dollar amount. So in other words, if your gift card says good for one hour treatment of massage therapy with your name, you can put an expiry date on that. And, you know, I would recommend putting a year if you want to put more, if you want to put less, that's up to you. Um, But, you know, put an expiry date on them. Make it clear that people can't just wait forever to come in, especially since like who knows what's going to happen. You might move to another province, you might change careers, like all kinds of stuff is going to happen. So you want to encourage people to use those gift cards up or gift certificates, whatever you want to call them. But obviously, if you make it for specific amounts, you say good for $90 worth of massage therapy. No, you can't put an expiry date on that. So be careful about how you're writing your gift cards if you want to be clear with people about that kind of stuff. So let's move on from the whole gift certificate gift card idea. So let's talk about deals and discounts. Now, I know discounting your services is a sticky issue for healthcare providers, and really, it's not the best way to run most businesses. If you offer frequent discounts, people are just going to assume they never have to pay your full fee. So why would you do that? So instead of offering a discount, you could just add some value. For example, you could run a promotion that offers 15 minutes of extra treatment time if someone books an appointment for January. So pre-booking, not not booking in January, pre-booking in December for January. Or you could offer a free item when they book, such as a bag of Epsom salts or a TheraBand or, you know, a tennis ball for working out trigger points, like whatever is inexpensive to you and you think people would actually want. Um, That's a great idea to package up and and, uh, offer as a a bonus for pre-booking for January. Just make sure you do it as a limited time offer. Don't sort of make it a forever thing and um, make it one use only. (laughs) That way somebody doesn't book, you know, 10 treatments in the month of January and expect to get 10 bonuses. That might be a little silly. Um, but if you do something like that, it's a good way to fill your schedule for January. Um, so you're not coming back from the holidays going, oh, gosh, you know, I have some bookings, but I could really use a few more. I kind of wish it was December again. Just uh, it, it, it's it's something to think about. Another thing you can do is you can decorate your office and be all festive, you know. That's not a direct way to make sales, quote unquote. It's not a direct way to get people to book. But what it actually does is it it puts your clients in a festive mood. It can make your treatments more memorable, you know, and it, it helps with client retention and making and having good relationships with people. It helps give people something to talk about. It's just, you know, it's just it's just something really nice to do if it's something that would be up your alley. Just obviously you do need to maintain appropriate cleanliness. Don't put pine boughs on your treatment table or anything crazy like that. If 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 you do that, take a picture, because I kind of want to see what it looks like. <laughs> Um, another thing you could do is go the extra mile and decorate your online presence. So you could add festive photos of, you know, whatever kind of festiveness you want to your social media or on your website and and uh, on your gift certificates and all that kind of stuff. So it's a way to make yourself stand out, a way to make yourself look a bit sort of fresh and, and uh, appropriate to the season. And it, it usually means that more people are going to be likely to book with you and buy gift cards because it looks like you you're constantly updating your stuff. So so that's all a big bonus. Another thing you can do is you can send a holiday-themed email to your clients. You know, you can talk about surviving the holidays. Ha You can talk about holiday recipes. You can talk about anything you want that relates to this time of year, you know, this busy time of year, but also this fun time of year. Um, you could also, of course, mention all your holiday promotions that you have going on, the fact that you're selling gift certificates, how you make it easy for people to buy gift certificates, all that kind of stuff. And another thing you could do that's related is you could actually send a physical card in the mail. Like when was the last time you got paper mail that wasn't like some junk or a bill from the last final company that doesn't send you e-bills, right? So, it's so much fun to get cards in the mail and it's nice to know that someone is thinking about you. I get cards in the mail occasionally from my dentist's office, um trying to think. I've also gotten them from massage therapists in the past. So, it's just a nice little touch to show that you're thinking about your clients and stuff like that does help bring them back into your clinic. They go, "Oh yeah, I haven't had a massage in forever," and they give you a call, you know. It's totally a way to help with client retention and just having like sort of good relationships with your clients. Um, Another thing you could do is you could throw a party. If you like parties, if you think a bunch of your clients would come for a little, you know, a little, you know, sort of meet and greet kind of thing, uh, you could do that. You could serve yummy beverages, little snacks, you know, that kind of thing. Now, if you're... Kind of worried about confidentiality, like one client running into another and going, oh, I didn't know you came here. Remember, people would be coming by their own free will. So don't worry so much about that kind of thing. It, it, it's fine. As long as you're not going, hey, did you know Mr. So-and-so? I'm treating him for a so-as. Obviously, you're not going to be doing that, right? So so this kind of thing where you're having clients potentially meeting each other in a social setting, it's it's fine because they're coming out of their own free will. Um, but if throwing a party seems like too much or just like not something that you're into, you could also just have beverages and snacks available after each treatment. You know, if that's not something that you generally do at your clinic, it's a nice little bonus touch to have for the holidays. And it's a nice way of thanking your clients for supporting your business. And chances are most clients will be really thankful for it, even if they don't take any of the snacks and drinks. You know, again, from my personal life, usually in December and sometimes in the beginning of January, my dentist's office often offers like cookies or cupcakes or that kind of thing, um, which seems kind of funny because it's a dentist's office and they probably don't want to encourage you to eat too much sugar. But, yeah. but anyway, I, you know I don't usually personally take one because I just don't want one. Um, but I, but I, I like that touch. I think it's really sweet. And when I refer people to my dentist office, I mention stuff like that. So think about that because people do tend to talk about that kind of stuff. Another thing you can do is you can take advantage of the other sales and promotions that are going on right now. Now, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, there's tons of stuff going on. There's uh, Black Friday sales. There's all kinds of different sales. So you can kind of hop on board with those. One of the big ones that Uh, tends to apply to us, you know, small biz healthcare people is Small Business Saturday. Small Business Saturday, if you haven't heard of it, is a day where people are encouraged to support small local businesses instead of shopping at the big box stores. Um, Now here in Canada, that Small Business Saturday was actually back in October, uh, not too long, I think maybe two weeks after Thanksgiving. But in the U.S., where it's quite well promoted on social media and online it's November 26th this year which is the day after Black Friday and right after their Thanksgiving right there's no reason why if you're in Canada you couldn't just jump on board with the uh small business Saturday that's going on in November in, in this month that that's totally fine um there's, you know, sort of, there's no big rule that says that you can't. So you could talk about it in your own marketing, like your blog, your newsletter, your social media, whatever it is that you're doing. You could post it in your office and you could encourage people to support small businesses like yours. And that's actually kind of nice for the rest of the neighborhood, too, because you're reminding people to shop local and, you know, the other local businesses in your neighborhood will be probably happy that you're doing that. And actually, speaking of local businesses, often you will find a shop the neighborhood or shop our village or that kind of thing promotion going on, depending on where you're living, that happens in November or December. Um, typically speaking, local small businesses sort of band together to try and help getting people out into the neighborhood shopping, right? So you could participate in this at your clinic and it would be a fun way to meet some of your fellow local business owners too, right? Because if you're promoting and they're promoting, you'll probably end up running into each other at some point. So, And obviously, networking is an awesome way to promote your practice and bring in other clients, All right, so hopefully those ideas have given you something to think about. You know, none of them are super specific, and maybe some of them aren't something that you're comfortable with at your place of practice, but... I definitely encourage you to give them some really good thought and decide for yourself, you know, what you're going to do this holiday season in order to keep clients coming in both now and in the new year. So you can kind of get past that whole feast or famine mindset and kind of get yourself more comfortable with the idea of promoting yourself as a business and not just as a healthcare provider because you are both. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. If you found this podcast interesting or helpful to you in some way, or if you found one of the other episodes helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating over on iTunes. Just load up iTunes, find my podcast, and click the stars to rate. Um, I'd appreciate it if you gave me five stars, but I totally understand if you feel that I'm not worth five stars. Um, that said, do pop me an email or find me on social media to let me know what I can do to improve the podcast. I would also really appreciate that. Also, if you want to leave me a written rating on iTunes, that would also be really great. Thanks so much. And I hope you guys are listening again next week. Take care. The music for this podcast is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks, Jason.